0: Alright, the good nerve Shabbos, let's uh, let's keep moving along. So we're in the middle of Perek Tess, the ninth parak of the 2nd Chelek of Bovavi, and Bovavi is teaching us how to awaken the Neshama to the truth and the feeling of HaKadosh Baruch Not just knowing HaKadosh Baruch but the existence, the same way we exist, HaKadosh Baruch is existing with us. That truth, how to how to create that. So, Babavi is teaching us how to go st- step by step, how to go about and uh, ensure that that gets done. So, here we go. We are up to La'iras and Nefesh are the Kaya As we learned pr- previously, the Avaida to awaken the Neshama, the, the Nefesh, the spirit, is through the okay, is through the Kaya it's the uh, it's through the power of speech. In the same way all Avaydah has to be accomplished through articulation of speech, we need to use the, the uh, uh, speech ability in order to uh, create this truth in our lives as well. Like we explained before, We've got to use the, the articulation of speech. So here we go. How is it going to be accomplished? A person sits by himself For this hour, this time And I articulate to myself The following question A simple question Where is Hashem? That's a question That we can't think to ourselves But we have to say to ourselves I say, where is Hashem? And then I answer it. And he answers himself. I say, Where's Hashem? Hashem's right here. And then I ask myself, Do I see Hashem? And I answer myself, No. I don't see Hashem. Okay. Well, is it possible there's such an entity? Is this true? Okay, certainly. Well, if I believe that Hashem is here with me, but I don't sense this, I don't sense Hashem's presence, how do I live with this? In other words, why am I not sensing it? If I know it. I can't see Hashem. But I know He's here. But I'm not sensing it. Why? Okay. A person is going to ask themselves. These questions. And the ultimate answer. That I'm going to articulate. Not no It's not the answer that I know. It's the answer that I'm going to articulate. In my own conversation. About my Yamuna, of why I'm not actually sensing Hashem as of this moment, even while I'm saying it. I, the reason why I don't sense HaKadosh Baruch Hu is because I am focused on myself. If a person would stop making themselves the center of the movie, the main character in the movie of their life. And instead, the main character in the movie of my life is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I remove my focus and think about myself all the time. What's going to happen is, once I start removing myself, like we ended off last week, Hashem will start being noticed. You don't even need to find Hashem. Like we said, other things when you put them within eyesight, you now see it. Hashem, even within eyesight, you're never gonna see it. So what am I even looking for? The answer is nothing specific, you'll find it if you remove yourself. The reason why I don't see Hashem is because I see myself. Al Balgaiva Im Chazal, Khazal say about somebody who's arrogant. It says, God says, Me and this hyper uh, person who's focused on themselves cannot dwell in the world together. What does it mean? Hashem says, I can't live in the world with this person. What does that mean? Hashem can live with anybody. God is everywhere. There's no place that's bereft of Hashem. Can you even think for a minute now that an arrogant person went there, Hashem says, oh, I'm kicked out. God's everywhere, but if you're a Balgaiva, now God sent that out of the room? What does it mean that Hashem says, me and a Balgaiva can't be in a room together? Hashem can be with anything. Hashem's everywhere. Hashem's in everything. Vadaishu Of course Hashem is found with an arrogant person. And the same way found everywhere else. So what does it mean? What the Gemara means to tell me is. I can't really feel. If you're a Balgaiva. If I am focused on myself. It's impossible to feel like others that's what it means. Me and you can't be in the same world. If your world's about you, you're not going to see me, says Hashem. Not because I'm truly not there. Because you have arrogance, says Hashem. That's blinding the recognition in the reality of Hashem. If we would remove our, our, our focus on ourselves, we would naturally sense HaKadosh Baruch Imkain, if so, why? What's the reason why each person doesn't constantly feel Hashem? It's there's a, there's a smell of arrogance. We're conceding ourselves. On various levels, on various levels. See, the word arrogant to us gives off a connotation of like. Mamish, a person who's got a bad midah. Yeah, a person who's really self-centered, hyper-focused. It's not necessarily so. It's not necessarily so. It could be that over here we're referring to gaiva. We're referring to arrogance as something that just smells of arrogance. That doesn't mean it's a, it's a deep arrogance. doesn't mean I'm like super self-centered. There's different levels. There's different levels. And it seems, So, it, this seems appropriate. If you want to sense Hashem, we have to remove Gaiva, we got to remove arrogance, which is bringing out humility. In order to reach true humility, here's the problem: You can't be humble without sensing Hashem. In order to sense Hashem, you got to be incredibly humble. So now I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. You're throwing me in circles, says the Bavavi. If I can't sense Hashem, if I'm not humble, and I can't become humble without sensing Hashem, Imkain, if so, Lechora, it seems, this whole thing turns into one cycle. The Adam Toya and a person should be wondering, Kate said, How can I ever come to feel Hashem with me in this space, in this moment, at all times? How am I go- It seems I'm naturally prevented from attaining awareness. Okay? So that's the problem. You got to work on two things. In order to get to the goal. And those two things. Seem to contradict each other. Seems like you need one before the other. Okay. We know. What we've established firmly. Is that what gets in our way is. What's preventing us is. That I'm self-absorbed. A person is naturally self-absorbed. Hashem made it like this on purpose. We need to protect ourselves. We need to take care of ourselves. But that lends itself to being the center of everything that, uh, of, of our movie, we'll call it. We're the star. Okay? To overcome this, we need a couple things. To, to become aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu And to stop this What we'll call the vicious cycle Of what's getting in our way We need speech Specifically in the areas of Tefillah, of prayer Let's explain, what does that mean? Not that when I open a sitter I daven See here's how it works We said you need to speak things out In order to fully know Hashem You have conversations with Hashem and I have conversations with myself. Do I know there's Hashem? Why am I not feeling Hashem? What's happening? What's getting in my way? I know Hashem is everywhere. Okay. So how do I break this cycle? The way to break this cycle is a person should turn and speak directly to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say so to speak. For example, Master of the world. Here I am. I'm here. Hi. Are you also here? Hashem, are you also here? Of course you are, or else I wouldn't be here. Hashem, hi, I'm here. Are you also here? Yes. Okay. Do I see you? No. Do you see me? Certainly. You see me, I don't see you. But Hashem, I know one thing for sure. One thing is very clear to me. I'm here. And you're here. But I don't feel. Khan. I don't feel you. I only know this. Because I trust in the words of Chazal. And a person takes this thought and says, Hashem, I don't see you, but I know you're here. You have to be. Hashem, I don't see you, but I know you're here. And this sentence has to be repeated patiently. It's It's a sentence that we have to learn ourselves and train ourselves to say, Hashem, I don't see you, but I know you're here. What does that do for me? When a person makes this statement, When I say this, it it has to come out from from the depths of my spirit, from a place of truth, sincerity. I'm I'm not talking to you from my intellect. Not that I know you're here because intellectually matter comes from matter. Uh, it's an inner feeling. Hashem, I have an inner feeling of amuna That you're here. And even if I don't yet feel it, Hashem. My essence knows it. The words of Chazal. There's a the creator of the world. I know you're present. So says Bovavi, I'm going to catch 22 here. I can't feel Hashem if I have gaiva, if I have any semblance of arrogance. Yet, I can't get to understanding and get to humility while arrogance is there. So how do I get rid of this? So the way to start is by this tefillah, he's calling it, which is really this conversation. It's a prayer. It's a prayer. It's an articulated prayer that I'm having With Hashem, by myself. And I say, my goal to Hashem is, I know you're here, I'm here, and you're here. For some reason, I don't feel you. I'm not, I know it in my intellect. But for some reason, I don't feel it yet. But my nefesh knows that you are are present. Now what does this mean? So he gives an incredible parable. So he gives an incredible parable. He says like this, we learn Torah. Baruch Hashem, we have the merit to learn Torah. Hashem spoke to Moshe all over the place. Yeah, we say Hashem spoke to Moshe, Hashem spoke to Moshe, Hashem spoke to Moshe. Did we ever sit down and think? This, this hit me hard. Did we ever sit down and think like, what did that conversation between flesh and blood and the master of everything, the vastness of Hashem, what that looked like? What's it look like? Hashem ha'ma'sha abenu. Spoke many, 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 many times. What would happen if you walk in the middle of one of those conversations? So it says above you like this In order to understand what we're saying over here, by f- coming to feel Hashem and the truth of Hashem without being able to see Him, we have to use our imagination. Let us imagine Maisha Rabbeinu walks into the room right now with you. Look at the room around you. I look at the room around me. And Moshe Rabenu walks in. Okay. And we have the merit. We could sit down and Mamish talk to Hashem. Okay. Suddenly, as I'm talking to Moshe, Moshe lifts up his hand and he starts shaking his hand. He's shaking hands with somebody. We lurk left and right. I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody. I know I'm sitting with Ma'ish. He's shaking hands. Who? So I ask Ma'ish Rabeinu. Uh, Rabbi, Yad, Who did you just shake hands with? Who eineb And answers very simply, Eliyahu Avi. Okay. Shook hands with Eliyahu Navi. Now, (coughs) if these words would come explicitly from the mouths of Myshe Rabbeinu, anyone with a simple faith and knowing what Myshe Rabbeinu is, knows Eliyahu Navi is in the room. You know this. You know Myshe Rabbeinu is in the room, and if Myshe Rabbeinu tells you that he's with Eliyahu Navi, even if you don't see this, You're like, okay, Elio Anavi's here. Now, if you were to tell me that, if you're in the room with me, I would say, you're a nut. You can't shake hands with Elio Anavi. What are you talking about? You're, if you're a rocker. But Maishir Abenu is on a much higher level than Elio Anavi. So of course he could see Elio Anavi. I know that. Of course Elio Anavi could be seen by Maishir Abenu. So anyone, if, I, my, if Maishir Abenu were to walk into this room, and I have this chus sit with him, and he tells me, I, I, yeah, I'm shaking hands with Eliyahu we would believe him. Of course he could shake hands with Eliyahu Okay? Now what does this mean? And Munazu, this knowledge, that he just shook hands with Eliyahu and Avi, this would not be, oh, my intellect tells me he shook hands. Your intellect will not tell you that. You didn't see anything. There's nothing to do with intellect. But you know how you know Meisher actually did it, because you know you're nefesh. <laughs> He's with He shook hands with Yonavi. He shook hands with Yonavi. I'll testify about it. Of course he did. If Meisher said it, it's got to be true. He's not just. I've I've seen this. He did. Moshe is not telling me he shook hands with Eliyahu Navi. We saw his hand reaching and shaking hands. This act tells us that Eliyahu Hanavi was there. Adkana Mashal, this is the parable. Says Bovavi. The imkach, and if so, who be in Eliyahu Navi? If this is true with Eliyahu Navi, if this is true. It is clear. It is clear that Hashem being here is clearer than the faith that El is here. In the example Moshe gave that, that we have with Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, so. Buhavi says, picture this example or picture your own examples of how to know something is really there, not intellectually, but is really there without seeing it. Or another example. Let's give another example. You have somebody... Who's uh, sitting near the wall? So you guys sitting near the wall. He's got a chair. He's got a stender. He's got his Gemara. He's learning. He's engrossed in his learning. Lepesa suddenly somebody taps him on the shoulder. When he feels the tap. Who near out the He gets startled. Who He says to the guy who walked in. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't see you. I, di- I didn't know that you walked into the room until you tapped me on the shoulder. Why? Because he was engrossed in his learning. He was engrossed in his book. Some people read books, they don't know what's going on outside the book. You're engrossed in your book. You're involved with your book. Okay. So I'm, I, I really didn't sense you till you actually touched me. Okay. So, This is a physical thing, but, but what, what could we pull out from this example? It's very possible. Somebody kamamish be walking in circles around the room. Not only walking around the room. The door could have opened and slammed and shut. And, and, and I was engrossed in my book. I really didn't hear anything. I'm, you can have somebody walk the room. Somebody's engrossed in a the book. They heard nothing. How's this possible? The person's there. They walked to the room. There was noise. (laughs) How's this possible? Because your brain was elsewhere. The mind was engrossed. The mind was involved in something else. And therefore, when your mind's involved in something else, (laughs) your ability to hear (laughs) is not as sharp. And it's not going to hear. So you can mamashav on both ends. Something that you can't see, but you know is existing like Vaishnava Navi, and you have another example, something that you could see and you're still missing it. Because it's about the mind. The mind is elsewhere. So what? A person should ponder, think about these examples. And within these examples, Umar Allah khadhj Baruch Hu Master of the world. Barely I know, I know clearly. Even though in my feelings, my physical feelings, my physical senses, I'm not feeling that you're here. For somebody who's not feeling it, Hashem, help me feel it. Help me feel it. I don't want this to be a brain thing. The brain could be distracted. I want this to be a zichting, an internal thing, a real thing. Even when I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not afraid. Why? Lama? Ki imadi. Because you are with me. Not that I know you're here. Ki imadi. Hashem, you're with me. And I take this example. And I repeat it. Simple phrases. I don't feel it, Hashem, but I know you're here. If I'm here, then you're here. And says Bovavi, we train ourselves. Train ourselves. We have a moon in the Seychel, and then then we're taking it, we need to inculcate it. The way to inculcate it is with words, it's with articulation. It's by telling myself, Hashem, I don't feel it, but I know you're here. And just as I know there's particles in the room that I can't see, and there's radio waves, I can't see it, I can't feel it, but I know it's here. I want to feel that you are near me. This is the tefillah. Hashem, I know it. I don't feel it. I want to feel you with me. That's my goal. Says, Bovadi, says Bovavi, this is not done in a day. But it's done as we go throughout our days and we train ourselves to think and talk out to Hashem. Hashem, I know you're with me. When I stand at the bus stop, I'm thinking, and if people aren't going to think I'm nuts, you say this to yourself Am, am I alone or are you with me? I ask myself this question. I'm sitting at a bus stop. I'm waiting for somebody. I'm like, oh, I'm all alone. I'm in my apartment by myself. I say to myself, Am I alone or is Hashem with me? Is there a power that sees what's happening right now with me? I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. Because you're here. And you're seeing everything that I'm doing. I know this. And I say that over and over. And I start to feel it. And therefore, la says Bavavi to end off. Throughout the day, I remind myself, spend time throughout the day reminding ourselves I'm in the presence of Hashem. I say, Hashem, I'm here and you're here. I know you're here. And I remind myself for a minute or two throughout the day. I remind myself, you have to be here. Hashem, you have to be here. I know you're here. I, I, I know this is clear. I know this is my life. How am I alive? You're here. You're with me. Even if I don't feel it yet, this is a fact. And the way to bring facts into reality, knowledge into reality, is by articulation. Is by saying it, it allows me to feel it. Hakadosh Baruch Hu yazul kol echad ve Baruch Help each and every individual. Help each and every one of us. Shebi keishes barabemes, who's seeking out Hakadosh Baruch Hu with emes, with truth, wanting our best to have dvekas to connect, laat laat, and gradually, slowly but surely, mikayach habikosh Ba MS. by being sincere. And wanting to be with Hashem sincerely, we will merit to feel the closeness of Hashem by clinging to Him all of the all of the days of our lives. Okay, beautiful beautiful, 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 beautiful idea. That's the end of a parak test. That's the end of the ninth parak. We'll hold it here uh, for the for the evening, and uh, B'Hashem will pick up with uh, the next parak next week. If anybody has any comments, questions. Uh, Anything to, to clarify, please speak up.